to Wisdom for the Journey. My name is Mariana, and I'm the creator and host of this podcast. My goal has been to help young women feel less alone, develop healthy relationships with themselves, others, and God, and feel empowered in their God-given callings. I love all the episodes in this season, and I know you will get something out of this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to season four of Wisdom for the Journey. I am so happy to be doing this episode today. Um, Today I have the privilege of speaking with Landon about how God's calling has nothing to do with age. This is actually the first episode I'm recording of season four, and I could not be more excited to talk to her. So, Landon, could you share a little bit about your journey? Yeah. Um, so, I am a rising 10th grader at Bandy's High School, and I play volleyball and soccer, and I'm very passionate about serving in the church. So, I sing, and I I'm involved with like youth group and I've been working to help volunteer with like children's ministry. So about me is like, um, I grew up in the church, Williamson Chapel United Methodist Church, and I've gone there basically my whole life since I was like four and really just like engaging with God's people, spending time with like the pastors, getting to know them, going to lunch with them has really helped me to like grow closer to God's word. And Mm -hmm. it's, it can be very hard to like, keep your journey going when you don't have people around you to support you. And I feel like I've had such a great support system through the church. And I feel like that's what's really helped me to come closer to God in the long run. That's awesome. I love how you spoke about um, community. And I think it really um, goes in line with our topic today Mm -hmm. about kind of teenagers discovering their calling. And you can't do that alone. God says that we can't do this life alone. Um, Mm -hmm. So he gave us others. Um, So I love that you Mm -hmm. mentioned community. Um, Thank you so much for sharing your journey. And next up, we have the verse, um, which comes from Timothy, oh, second Timothy, chapter two, verse 15, which reads, do your best to present yourselves to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. What things come to mind for you when you hear that verse? I think um, it's good. I see it as, like, God's telling you to remain true in your calling, you know? And, like, Mm -hmm. when he calls you, he doesn't make a mistake. Like, God Mm -hmm. never makes a mistake. And whenever he's calling you to do something, just listen to him. Just let go and let God be God. And, like, like a worker who does not need to be ashamed, like, don't be ashamed of your calling. Let people know, like, do things that show people God through you. And, you know, that will in the long run, like, help you in your calling to really progress in it. Of course, I love that. Um, And then another thing that I'm hearing when I hear this verse, it says, do your best. A lot of times we think with God's calling and even the way that we lead our lives as Christians, we get this image that we need to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the beginning there, it just says to do your best. It doesn't say be perfect to present yourself to God as one approved. It Mm -hmm. says, do your best to present yourself as one approved, which means that you're going to make mistakes. You're going to slip up sometimes, but you just have to keep going and try your best. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Perfect. Is there anything else that you want to mention about this verse 
before we go on to the questions, which I love the questions of this episode, but is there anything yeah. else? Um, I think I'm good. Honestly, the do your best part was really true because for a lot of people that feel like they're called to the Lord, you feel like you have to be God. You have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything wrong, but you know, we're human. It's inhuman to not make mistakes. You're going right. to, it's going to happen. But right. It's okay. Right. Awesome. So I have to give props to Landon because I gave her the wrong script. And when she came here today, I was like, I gave you the wrong script. We can use the one that I gave you if you want to. So she is just seeing these questions like a few minutes ago. Um, I know that she's going to do great with them, but I just wanted to give props to her about how she is willing to go with the flow because sometimes we said about in the verse, (laughs) I make mistakes. Yeah, Um, and that's human. It's okay. Yep. So the first question is, when was the first time you remember hearing God's voice? Did you question it due to your age? Honestly, I I feel like I started hearing God's voice the more I like started serving at church and getting more involved. Like for one instance, like when I was singing, I would just start hearing God like talking to me and just like mm-hmm. in my daily activities it was like an everyday thing. I just always was hearing God's voice speaking to me. Like, and it doesn't have to be this big thing, like, Oh, do this. But like, I could feel like God telling me go spend time with that person or like Mm. go sit with that person at lunch. And it was like really cool for me because like, you know, for someone that's never happened before, like you're finally experiencing that, like, and you're knowing what people are talking about. It's like, wow, that's really crazy. Um, and whenever I heard God, like calling me into ministry, it was like, it was like a big thing for me. I was like, wow, like this is something I really want to do because right. even though I had talked about wanting to be a youth minister, like I'm kind of more interested in being like, I want to sing, like I want right. to sing and serve and like sing with Hillsong. And like, that's like a dream of mine. Like, I'm yeah. like, whoa, that is so cool. So like now I'm kind of like, wait, but I'm feeling calm to this. So yeah, I'm still like, I don't know what God has in store for me, but I'm trusting that he has a plan for me. But um. Due to my age, I mean, honestly, it's like right now for me, I'm like, there's no way that's going to happen. Like all that doubt that comes with the calling. But um, I mean, I feel like I really feel like God's calling me to do that. And when you get that feeling, you should never you should never just set it aside and keep living. You should definitely live up to it and keep discovering what God has for you. Right. Right. Well, I remember distinctly I was talking to mom about my calling for something. It might have been about this podcast. And I was talking about my doubts for it. And I'd always had this perspective of like, I'm doubting because I think that I'm not good enough. And then I remember distinctly, my mom said to me, who are we to say no to God? Mm -hmm. So um, that kind of reminds me, and I love that about you. Like you are stepping into what God's calling you to do, regardless of your age, Mm -hmm. because who are we to say no to God's calling? Because he is perfect and he knows what we need and he sets our calling for us and it's perfect because he is Mm -hmm. um for me specifically the first time i remember um hearing god's voice i would i would i would like to say um i think the first time like i think it had happened before i just didn't know what it is but the first time i distinctly remember like this is god Mm -hmm. speaking to me i was singing at annual conference and I was 12, maybe I was a delegate. Um, and that whole time at annual conference, I was like, it was opening worship. 
before leading up to it, I was like, I'm too young to be here. I'm 12 years old and there's nothing that I can contribute. Yeah. Like here. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I remember we were singing how great thou art. And I was standing up and I just felt this overwhelming sense of like, you are meant to be here right now. So less for me, it was about, um, questioning. It wasn't about questioning God's voice. It was about how God's voice stopped my questioning. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So that's kind of a bit of the first time about me, but thank you so much for sharing. Um, I wanted to add something like, um, I don't know if we're going to answer this later on, but, um, a lot of people might be like, oh, well, you're really young. You're not mature enough to know God. Like, you don't know. But that's another thing. Like, how are they to judge God's calling for you? Like, who are they? Like, they can't they can't say you're wrong for hearing God's voice because they also have to hear God's voice. Right. And everyone has a different calling. And, like, they can't say no that God's wrong for calling you to do something that he wants you to do and created you to do. Of course. Right obviously, and I can't help but thinking about, I'm going through, I'm reading Luke right now in my devotion, um, and it talked about how John and Elizabeth's womb kicked because he was filled with the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. so John was filled with the Holy Spirit before he was even born, so who's Mm -hmm. to say that God's spirit, God's calling, God's presence is restricted based on age, Mm -hmm. that's just not true right and again who for people that are questioning your calling who are they to question your calling as much as for you to say no to it um right so yeah i love that thank you for adding that of course Mm -hmm. so question two i think me and you both understand this because we are both in high school and high school is hard yes (laughs) um while you're still in school what are ways you can step into god's calling for you Mm. well I really think that like whenever you're at school in your high school you hear things you might do things but I feel like discerning and like listening to God's calling is like letting God's light shine through you Mm -hmm. because like your personality is God everything about you is God created you to be like Mm -hmm. so I think just being who God created you to be and let letting go of kind of like okay God's got me Mm -hmm. kind of helps you to like progress in that calling for yourself and for me like sing could be my calling or like another one could be like maybe my other calling is like to encourage people Mm because we're all born with a purpose like we're all born with a purpose and I think that like ways to step into the calling is just fulfilling that yeah like once you're aware and you're like god this is what you want for me this Mm -hmm. is what you want me to do Mm -hmm. I think in a way, you should just step into that calling right, and continue right. to live for God and let love God live through you. Mm, a lot of a lot of times, I remind I was reminded of this as you were talking about um, kind of like gifts and kind of how God made you. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, some Christians, I've done this before, we get caught in a trap of kind of like disregarding our own gifts. Mm-hmm. almost out of an intent of humility, but that's not really what humility is. Yeah. So something like I have nothing to offer because I don't have any gifts, but the truth is you listening to this, me and Landon both, everybody has spiritual gifts mm-hmm. um, that were given for a purpose. So like Landon, you were talking about encouragement. Yeah. I'm sure I can see the gift of encouragement in you. So what you do is you say, I know I have this gift. So I'm going to think about ways to share it. 
Right. hundred um, percent. I know for me, one of my spiritual gifts is teaching and that's sure. how this mm-hmm. podcast came to be. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I asked God, how do you want me to use this gift? Um, and then another thing I think that we do, not just Christians, but every teenage teenager, like in really any context, yeah, there's a lot of this, I'm going to do this thing that in Christian context, God's calling me to do once I get to college, because that's when I can mm-hmm. actually do it. I'm going to do this once I get out of college. Like there's not a lot of people that are like high school has a purpose like, yeah. that we can use. Um, it is really hard because high school is hard and there's, yeah, it, it takes up a lot of your life and you're not really specializing in anything quite yet, mm-hmm. but that does not mean that you can't step in your calling already. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's just really important to remember too. Yeah. And I think that like, also while you're like in school, like just kind of listening for God and like, just mm-hmm. listening to the little things like, mm-hmm. okay, go sit with someone at lunch, like just letting God shine through I think that's so important because it's not necessarily about like using that big calling that God has for you or like waiting until you want to fulfill that Mm -hmm. whenever you know it's okay to be like who God created you to be because a lot of people are like comparing like Mm -hmm. oh like oh that person they have this gift but why wasn't I given that Mm -hmm. and like that person they can do that but I can't do that and it's like okay we have to settle in the fact that God's purpose for you is greater than like anything you can imagine. And like he, what he wants for you is what's going to happen. So, I mean, if that wasn't given to you, then that wasn't meant for you. Mm. And you have to understand that like God's going to bless you with things that he might not like, he might bless other people with things too. Like you both are blessed and just remember that it's okay to be different. Yeah. Yeah. And how God made you and what he gave you is enough. Mm -hmm. It's always enough. So in reality, when you're comparing yourself to somebody, there's really nothing to compare to because God made you in such Mm -hmm. a unique and intricate way, different, set apart. Um, And so there's really nothing to compare to. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, So the next question, sorry. The next question is, oh, it really lines Perfect. up with literally how we were just talking. We can dive in deeper to it. How do you remove comparison from your calling? Well, I think I've really struggled with that because I mean, I'm like, okay, but this is my calling, but then I want to do this because mm-hmm. they're doing that. I want to do this. And like, you have to understand that like your calling is specific to who you are, mm-hmm. your personality, how you act like everything you're given is because God knows you. God knows what you need. God knows your needs. And like just trusting in that and knowing that you didn't get that because you didn't need that in your life. Mm -hmm. And God won't, God's not always going to give you what you want, but he knows what you need. He knows what your heart needs. And I mean, it's just about staying true to what you believe God has for you and staying true to your gifts. Um, I think that's really how you can remove all that comparison from it. Mm, of course, of course. And I really do think comparison is the thief of joy. Oh yeah. For um, sure. So if you, let's say like you were feeling confident in your calling, you were like, this is what I'm meant to do. Mm-hmm. And then you see somebody else, let's say that like, I'm confident what I want to do. And then I see Landon doing something with, her own individual wonderful gifts that I can't do. 
suddenly my calling and my used to be confidence is filled with doubt in comparison, um, which is not good. Yeah. So it it takes away your joy. So I think um, I'm going to add on to this question. When you find yourself comparing, what are things that you do to stop? Well, one thing that I think is really helpful is like maybe just like going into the Bible. And what I really enjoy doing is like, I like looking at Bible verses. Like whenever I'm struggling with like, say comparison, I can be like Bible verses that help with comparison and I'll find images. I'll be like, Oh, I like that one. And I go to my Bible and you can just dive deeper into that verse and like find out what God's trying to say you through his words, because God's still working on everyone. God's still working on me. God's still working on like you probably. And like, that's normal. And Mm -hmm. you know, it's normal to compare, but like whenever you're diving deeper in God's word and you're also, you're like remembering that, you know, God has a plan for you. And like, Mm -hmm. just like that constant reminder, like it's okay. You're different. You're unique for a reason. The world needed one of you too. Yeah. And it's like, you you were made to be this way you were made to have this calling because god knew that it needed you god knew that you're so needed and it's just remembering that that like you know you're important yeah of course oh my gosh i love that and i think it's in um oh gosh it's one of paul's letters it's Mm -hmm. famous about how um the parts of the body like yeah everybody's a part of the body so like who is the foot say to the ear like the ear is more important mm-hmm, right. than me. But the truth is, or like the ear saying, oh, you don't need me, you have the foot. That doesn't, that's, that doesn't make any sense. Um, mm-hmm. So I think remembering that you have a place in God's kingdom and you're going to be different than everybody. I'm different than Landon. Landon is different than me, mm-hmm. but you have a place in God's kingdom and you have a purpose. Um, so thank you for sharing. Yeah. Thank you. All right. That was really good. Um, okay. This fourth one, I, I have some experience with this one. I'm going to have to share. Why do you think people are sometimes so reluctant to encourage or take seriously the callings of young people? Um, I think because they might think, oh, but you're too immature to Mm. understand God's voice. And you're too, like, you can't do that yet because you're too young to pursue that. Like, you have so much time. You don't even know what God wants for you. Like, and I feel like that's why people are so reluctant to encourage it. Also, because, like, they're like, but I'm older than you and I still haven't felt their calling. Like, how are you younger mm. than me and feeling that calling? And I haven't felt it yet. And it's like, a lot of people base the calling off of your maturity. And I feel like that's just not okay. Like, God calls everybody and like mm-hmm. you have a calling I have a calling and it's a matter of when you hear God's voice mm-hmm. because God will call you at any time he knows the perfect timing for you and I think that you know no matter your age God is using you he's always using you yeah. no matter what and a lot of people are like they're scared by it yeah they're scared that you see God and they're like wait but you're you're too young you're too young and I feel like that that's just so out of proportion. I feel like God he has a purpose for everybody. Mm. And, you know, I feel like when people discourage you, just stay true in your faith because you know, you know yourself better than they know you. Mm. And you mm-hmm. have to remember that your faith 
with Jesus is more important than what they have to say about it because everyone's relationship with God is different. Mm, yeah, I love that. I love that. And I had never really thought about it that way. Um, mm -hmm. If you want to dive deeper into this, we can about saying how like, well, I'm older than you and I haven't felt God's calling. So how, how do you feel that? So um, have you ever had an experience of that? Cause I know that I have of somebody doing that to you or you doing that to somebody. Um, I don't, I don't think so. Not yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm very thankful of that but there has been a time when like you know how people say that women can't like be passive mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about yeah. yeah and um I was like um kind of set on like I want to be a pastor like I was like yeah I want to be a pastor one day when I grow up mm -hmm. I like I was kind of like yeah I just feel this calling to to work in the ministry and someone was like but you can't work in the church if you're a girl mm -hmm. and I was like okay like that really was like but I can't. Yeah. Like my pastor was a girl. Like my pastor now is a girl. And like, I don't, I don't see why you're saying that, oh, because she's a girl, she doesn't know God. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but everyone knows God. Yeah. If you take the time, you really know who God is. Everyone knows God. Everyone has the right to teach other people about God mm -hmm. and bring people closer to God. And it's like, okay, but like a lot of people will be like, okay, but they're a girl. They don't know. But if you take the time, you really do know who God is. Oh, yes. I love that so much. And honestly, people talking about how women can't be a pastor makes yeah. me mad. That's partly because my mother is a pastor. But um, again, it goes back. I think we're saying this a lot of this episode. Who are we? Mm -hmm. um, so who are we to look at somebody's calling and say, that doesn't make sense? Who right. are we to restrict, restrict God's calling to like 50% of people? Mm -hmm. um, so I love that. And I'm so proud of you for like continuing to step into that calling, regardless of people's response to that. Oh, That's you. so awesome. So the next question. Hmm. Oh, this one's good. How can you be still to discern God, God's calling for you when life feels loud? Mm. Well, since we're in high school, I'm sure we very much relate to this one. Um, for example, this year I have volleyball and then I go straight from volleyball. I go to um, speed agility. I work out and then the next day I have volleyball or like a game and then I have church rehearsal and life becomes a lot. And you're like, when do I get a break? Mm -hmm. And especially with school starting back, it's like, whoa, like, you know, the new routine, yeah. the sports, the workouts, it's just. I feel like a lot's going to be on my plate. It's going to be very stressful, very loud. And I feel like how to really be still to discern that calling for you when your life is so crazy is um, I, how I do it is I really just pray for comfort and peace. And like, I pray for things to become like easier for me, for me to like get used to maybe this new routine or pray for like comfort during this new routine. And I feel like that really helps me to, remain in God's calling and it's like even though my life is crazy right now God is still using me and still calling me to do good mm. things for him and I also I saw this verse it's from Ephesians I know that it's like all good things work for good and mm. like that's like all God's people are working for the good of God and you have to remember that and like you know even if you feel like 
your life is crazy. You don't know if you're doing the right thing. You don't know if you're saying the right thing. You're making mistakes. You have to remember that no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, God is still using you. Mm-hmm. And he's not like abandoning you because your life is going crazy or you feel like you can't get a break. He's, he's right there with you mm-hmm. along the way. I love that so much. And I think we get so trapped in God is only with me when I'm doing my quiet time or God is only with me when I'm listening to worship music or Mm -hmm. God is only with me when I'm sitting in worship. But the thing is, God is with you when you are sitting in English at Mm 7am, trying not to fall asleep. Yeah. (laughs) Um, God is with you specifically like when you're playing volleyball, God is with you when you're going through your very routine, basic steps that you think, okay, God be in this. God is with you then. So I think part of when life feels loud is taking your mundane, daily, sometimes really busy routine and pausing for a minute and think, how can I take what I'm doing right now, even though it's mundane, I feel like it has nothing to do with God Mm -hmm. and give the glory to God. Yeah, 100%. Um, So I think that's a big part of it. Um, Your quiet time doesn't have to be like, lighting a candle and like using pretty pins to journal your bible your spending time with god can be like how you brought up seeing someone at lunch sitting alone and Mm -hmm. sitting with them yeah um so i think finding god in the mundane um i also think there are two things that i want to bring up two kind of quotes that i heard the first one um is also sitting to another podcast and I heard them talk about how um oftentimes we feel like we don't hear God's voice at all like he just Mm -hmm. left us yeah um because God whispers in the world screens yeah so I think um along with finding God in the mundane even if it's five minutes yeah you just sit in silence and you're like god i know that you're talking to me can you help me listen Mm -hmm. um and then the other thing i think i mentioned this in the episode with my mom last season um a quote that i heard from another pastor he said if you don't see god simply open your eyes and look Mm -hmm. 100 yeah so what do you think about that like what comes to mind for you when you hear that um really like what I think is that you have to take the time to look for God like Mm. God isn't he might not be like this big thing that's like whoa that's God right there but it's like the little things too like Mm -hmm. for example something that I've related to is why we went on that mission trip in Nashville and I talked to the nonverbal guy and I like you know I got to engage with him it's like okay yeah I can't hear him but like it's kind of like you know what he's saying like Mm. you know what he wants and it's like in a way showing God's love because God isn't always going to be like screaming at your face. Mm -mm. It's going to be quiet Mm -hmm. and you have to really open your eyes and look for that. And I feel like that's so important with like someone that can't talk like nonverbal, someone that's nonverbal. It's like, even though they can't talk to me, I can still take the time to hear them Mm -hmm. and know what they're trying to say to me. And I feel like that's the same way with God. Like, even though he's not, right here in your face like you know like very apparent sometimes you can still hear him in the little things Mm, and doesn't that show so much about God's character his Mm -hmm. gentleness and his compassion and the peace that he brings um I think that really does God's typically not gonna 
scream at us a lot of times like what the world does god comes in quiet peaceful gentle whispers Mm -hmm. sometimes right um and also something that i want to add to that is if you think god is talking to you if you think you hear him don't question that right you don't have to question that just let it just let it be um and also be patient with yourself like a lot of my audience right now is i think 13 to 18 in age range mm-hmm. um you're not supposed to have it all figured out right now right god is talking to you god is whispering and he has a calling on your life but you don't have to have it all figured out 100 percent. just be patient with yourself and take it day by day right so the next question what do you think is a calling that everyone has regardless of age? I think hmm I think that everyone is called well everyone is called to love, I mm-hmm. think, love one another. I feel like that is a big one because in the Bible it says to love some people so much. Like it is so apparent that your number one calling is to love. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's people think, oh, but it's, but like this girl, she was mean to me at school. This guy, he was bullying me at school. Like, it's so hard to love them. And, but you have to remember that they're also someone that God created. Mm. And like, I've, after reading that script, I was thinking about this and I was like, um, for example, like I had a friendship that messed up and like, I had to let go of her and just let her go. And I had to understand that God's taking that person out of my life for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I have to trust that he is a blessing for me coming because mm-hmm. God will always provide for you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like whenever like that happened, it was like, I don't have to be friends with you, but I'm still called to love you. Mm-hmm. Even if that's from a distance, you know, you don't have to be like, you can love someone that you're not longer friends with, like forgiving them doesn't mean that you have to be best friends again, but it mm-hmm. means that you're called to love them and it can take that pressure off your shoulders. And I feel like everyone is just, you're just called to love. And I feel yeah. like that it can be hard, but at the same time, if you remain strong and you know that when you remember that, you know, God made them too. They have mm-hmm. their personality and I have mine. And called to love. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think we sometimes get so wrapped up and what we think the complexity of our calling is. But our number one calling is to love people. And I think the truth is what we're called to do, yeah, we're called to do it specific to us, but everybody's calling boils down to the same purpose, and that Mm -hmm. same purpose is love. So I think it makes, it takes so much of the pressure off. Like, we're not called to give this kind of flashy presentation that makes people think wow like that is so cool like I wish that I could do that Mm -hmm. we're called to be the person that again sits with the person who's sitting alone at lunch who picks something up after someone after they drop it stuff Mm -hmm. like that to serve humbly we're just called to love and um I think that also wraps back what was our what was the question before this when life feels loud like just doing the simple stuff because Mm -hmm. God's calling for you it's not complex it's not chaotic it's simply just to love so if you can't if you feel like you can't hear God if you if you're having a hard time discerning his calling for you go back to that universal calling 
-hmm. just to love people and maybe in loving people you will find that calling again and you'll be able to tune in and hear God's mm -hmm. whisper. 100%. Yes. All right. Okay. Um, after being discouraged because of your age, how can you heal and try again? Um, well, I feel like after like you hear something that's like, you're wrong. Like, whenever people tell you you're wrong, that's immediately like, okay, wait. And especially whenever it comes to God's calling, if someone's like, wait, but you can't do that. It's not possible. Mm. It's like, wait, so so God's not really calling me to do that. And you're, like, second-guessing. You're like, wait, but I can't do that. They said I can't. Like, But you have to remember that, like, your God, your God's calling is greater than their opinion of what God has for you. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because, like, for example, I'm kind of going off here, like off on the, you know, a stem. But um, for example, like I saw this thing that was like, God, like if God had like a calling for someone else, and you're like, oh, but you look at that and you're like, wait, but I want to do that and I want to mm -hmm. do that calling. I want to have that calling, and I feel like that's really just like a big thing. That's like everyone wants to be what they're not created to be mm. and I feel like that's so apparent in like high school or middle school whenever you're still figuring out who you're called to be you're still figuring out who you are and I feel like that leads to so much of like comparison and just that whole thing and whenever you get discouraged you can heal by I feel like from pray you can pray like be like God is this what you really want from me like I'm not sure what to do but you know I feel like really praying and mm praying about your calling, maybe reading your Bible is so important because God's word is always living and you can learn so much from that. And mm -hmm. I feel like discouragement's going to come, but it's a matter of how you pick yourself back up and keep going. Mm -hmm. And um, the trying again part, honestly, I feel like just keep going. God's got you. God's got it. He has a plan and he knows your doubts. He knows your worries he has it under control and just remembering that and just staying strong. God, take a leap of faith. You know, it doesn't matter what everyone else thinks about. It doesn't matter everyone else's mm. opinion. The only opinion that truly matters is God's mm. and God yes. would want you to keep going in your calling and live for him. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I think also when you ache because you felt discouraged, maybe because of comparison or something that somebody else said for you, when your heart aches, God aches with you. Um, mm -hmm. God is with you through that discouragement and he feels with you. He understands. So I think remembering that God is with you through that calling, you're not walking through it alone. Mm -hmm. And I think we talked about this a little bit at the beginning, having community that is supportive surrounding you that can say, don't listen to that, um, that person that's saying that you can't do this. Don't mm -hmm. listen to that comparison. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to those doubts. I see this in you and God is calling you. So I think surrounding mm -hmm. yourself with really supportive community is also really helpful. That speaks life into your calling mm -hmm. and that encourages you. Yeah. I, I really think that it, it's not only important to hear your calling from God, but it's so important when people tell you, Oh, I see this in you. Mm -hmm. It is so reassuring. And I feel like God puts those little people in your life to say those little things for a reason. Mm -hmm. Because it comes and like, you'll be doubting and they'll just come. And it's like, 
wow, like that was meant, that was a God thing. You're like, oh, that was a God thing. And then you eventually just see God and everyone and you're like, really like, oh, everything's really a God thing. And it really puts everything into perspective for you. And I can't help but think about, so me and Landon actually met just about a month mm-hmm. ago. Yes. Um, and I just moved here two months ago. My parents are the new pastors at a place called Williamson's Chapel you're near here and don't have a church home, I highly encourage you to come because <laughs> I love yes. it so much. <laughs> um, so my first Sunday, like my very first Sunday at Williamson's Chapel, mm-hmm. I went on the high school mission trip and I knew no one and I was terrified. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Landon, me and Landon kind of instantly clicked. Before this, two people had said to me, like, you and Landon are going to yeah but, and we talked like the entire eight yeah, ride no a hour car ride to nashville but yes. um i won't forget the last night of that mission trip i was really doubting my calling to be here at williamson's i remember thinking a lot like the reason that i'm here is because of my parents because my parents were called to be here i have no purpose here i'm just i'm just kind of like alone in this there's no point in me being here and I was feeling really discouraged um and it was the last night of the mission trip and we had um the youth pastor Andrew had said that we have to go around and encourage people Mm -hmm. so I won't forget Landon set me down and I don't even remember when you said it but it's like the only thing I remember you saying it stuck with me you said God called you to be here. You have a purpose here. So I think when other people reassure you, when other people speak into that, it's a complete perspective changing. And what God has been saying can be heard through other people. So I Mm. heard God's whisper through Landon that night. So when you hear like, when other people reassure you, it's almost like you can hear God's whisper through them because God's working through them as much as God is working through Mm -hmm. you. Um, So I think that's also really important to remember. That was good. That was good. Okay. So um, the next question, what are ways you can start stepping out of your comfort zone? Hmm. I think like, for example, sitting with the person at lunch, you're like, you know, maybe you're not a talker, maybe you're not an extrovert, maybe you're an introvert, and that's perfectly fine. But a way to step out of that comfort zone, which is like friends, like just friends are my main, like, I just want to hang out with people I know, maybe stepping out of your comfort zone for you means, okay, going and talking to someone who doesn't have a friend. Maybe, you know, everyone's comfort zone is different. So like, maybe as an extrovert, your comfort zone is like maybe going and playing a sport. Like Mm -hmm, maybe you're like, oh, let's go play this word. Let's go try something new. And I feel like that can be a way of stepping out of your comfort zone. But also with the Lord, it's like stepping out of your comfort zone, taking a leap of faith, like doing something you wouldn't do. Like, for example, Mm -hmm. Andrew, he he was like, hey, I want you to talk about self-worth at church. Like, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to do this? Or like whenever he asked me to talk about the mission trip and I was like, Mariana, you're doing this with me. (laughs) Like, it's just I would I feel like I would never do that but just stepping out of my comfort zone allowed me and allowed people to hopefully see God working through me mm-hmm. and I feel like that's so important because Andrew has also like always been like that constant support and 
constantly pushing me to be more than I thought I was. And I feel like him pushing me really showed me that like, I have a purpose and that it's okay to step out and try new things. Of course. And I think, again, we've talked about community a lot. Excuse me. Like specifically, I'm very big on this one in in my podcast. If you've listened to episodes before having adults, Mm -hmm. teenagers are great, but having adults that will say to you, step out of your comfort zone, take this risk. And we weren't ever meant to be stagnant. We weren't ever meant to live in our comfort zone. That's, not yeah. our calling nowhere in the bible does it say god called you to be comfortable because that's not what he called you to do no god's calling is more than often uncomfortable and scary and it really hard sometimes yeah so embrace being out of your comfort zone and really there's so much beauty found out of the comfort zone mm-hmm. there's so much just amazing things that you can find if you just step out of your bubble for a minute. Right. And um, I was going to talk about this again. I already talked about it, but I'm obsessed with this story. So, <laughs> um, but whenever we went on the mission trip, like I met Eli and mm-hmm. like really stepping out of my comfort zone for me meant like I heard God telling me, go, go sit with him, go talk to him. And I was mm-hmm. like, I walked over and I was like trying to talk to him, trying to start a conversation. I realized he was throwing these rocks. So I was like, okay, I'll just hand him some rocks. He can throw them. And, yeah. you know, that's how we kind of engaged. And by the end, he was like looking up at me and laughing and smiling. And I was just really touched by that. And mm. and then I, like, this counselor went up and got him. And I was like, hey, is he nonverbal? Because, like, I realized that he wasn't talking to me. Yeah. And um, she was like, yeah, he is nonverbal. And I was like, okay. So now I know that, like, you know, after she told me that, I was like, how am I supposed to connect with someone that mm. – that can't talk to me like how I've never done it before. I'm, I'm such a talker. If you know me, Mariana probably knows that, but um, I just love talking to everybody. And I was like, how am I going to do this God? And, you know, we went back inside and he was hugging me and like wrapping his arms around me, sitting on my lap. And I, I really felt like, okay, you know, I'm able to do this. Stepping out of my comfort zone can lead to the biggest blessings. Mm -hmm. And even though at the time I was doubting it, I was doubting that I should try to talk to him in the long run. It really, it really stuck with me. And I feel like that's so important because even though that's not really like stepping out of my comfort zone and taking a leap of faith, it's like an example for like how to step out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Because I've, feel like God was calling me to do that. God was calling me to step out of my comfort zone, even though I didn't know how to, yeah. he was going to provide. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 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 God providing is such a big thing. God, I have it on my letter board in my room. It says where God leads, he's going to provide. Yeah. So God isn't just going to like push you out of your comfort zone and like peace out. God mm-hmm. is like with you and he's going to provide for you when you step out of that comfort zone. And then 100%. something that's, the really hard truth for me is when you step out of your comfort zone, your um the place the place where you step out is one day gonna feel comfortable. There's yes. there's always <laughs> so true. There's always like it's gonna become your comfort zone. Like the place where you right. feel uncomfortable, you're gonna start to feel comfortable. And then you're like, oh well now I need to take this step out of my mm-hmm. comfort zone. Yeah. It's not just like you step out of your comfort zone once and then you're done. And you're then like, you're like, I'm oh, good. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> it is a constant transformative process mm-hmm. regardless of age. Right. 100%. Um, yes. So, yeah, that's that's been hard for me. Yeah. So I'm like, God dang it. I just, I just felt, <laughs> not God dang it, but like, God, comma, 
dang it. <laughs> I was really comfortable here. I was doing great. I just stepped out of my comfort zone. And now I have to go and do this thing that I don't want to do. Right. And yeah, I totally relate to that. It's yeah. like... <laughs> it's like one thing get one thing done and they're like oh but we have another thing for you mm-hmm. another thing in store <laughs> and I think and I think that's also really beautiful because regardless of how scary it is mm-hmm. every single time something beautiful comes out of it 100% yes like I even agree. with Eli was it it was scary the first yeah. time you talked to him yeah but at the end of the week you were like wow that was so that was so cool that was yeah. so wonderful yeah um so yeah I think that's really cool so what are three pieces of advice you would give to somebody wrestling with their calling? Um, the first one, I say this a lot. I think it's a big thing for me, but just remembering that you aren't God mm. and letting go and letting God, like you just be you and God will work. You don't have mm. to be God. You don't have to be anything but yourself for God to use you. And I feel like that is so important to remember because as long as you're staying true to who you were created to be, God can use you through all of that. Mm -hmm. And I think just letting go of all the comparison, letting go of all the imperfections you find in yourself, letting go of anything that you are battling with and letting God take over. Mm -hmm. I feel like that will lead to so much joy and also will help you to find your calling through that. I mean, even if you don't know your calling yet, just kind of letting go and letting God, you'll eventually hear it. And it's okay. You don't have to be young to hear it. You don't have to be old to hear it. God comes when he thinks that the world needs you. Mm-hmm. And um, another piece of advice, let me think. Um, I think I would say, you know, it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to mess up. I would say like, just like you said up here to do your best and God isn't calling you to be perfect. He knows you're not perfect. You're going to make mistakes. That's a part of being human. That's part of being, you know, living on this earth. You're not going to be perfect and you're going to mess up. And I feel like that's so important to remember and to remind yourself that you're not perfect. Just let God be God because you cannot be God. Mm he will provide for you. You have to be yourself. Like I, like I said last time, just remembering that you cannot be God. Yeah. God is God. You are you. And Mm. that's a big thing. Like just super transparent there. Like just be yourself and God will do the rest. And another thing I would say is just to leave your doubt to, you know, God is not wrong. He's never wrong. Mm. And don't doubt who God is. Don't doubt what God's calling you to do. You're capable of doing anything you put your mind to. Your faith can move mountains. And no matter how hard or how big it may seem, God has it planned out. He has your whole life planned out. He knows what you're going to do. So just trusting that and to stop doubting and stop worrying, you know, yeah, God's got you. And there's 100%. this overwhelming theme. First of all, those were beautifully said piece of advice versus overwhelming themes I'm feeling through your advice of like God is bigger than you mm-hmm. and that we sometimes take it as like hey almost like offended like yeah but that's true God is bigger than your doubts he's bigger than your worries he's bigger than you and you aren't God mm-hmm. and how wonderful is it that something like the Lord of the entire universe sees you and it's like 
you have a purpose. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's so cool. So, um, I think just remembering that you aren't God, you're never Mm -hmm. meant to be God. You're never going to be God. And God is just bigger. Yeah. God's bigger. Mm -hmm. I, I saw this thing that was like, how cool is it that God created the mountains, the oceans, the sunsets, the waterfalls, but he still looked at you and thought the world needed one of you too. So he sees all of that as beautiful and he created it. And just remembering that, that you're needed in this world. Don't, don't doubt your calling. Don't doubt what God's calling you to do because he knows that you're a puzzle piece that the world needs to connect. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so perfect just to remember that. Yes. I love that so much. So much. All right. So the last question is something that we have been saying since, um, what was it? Since the very first season, very first episode, I don't even know how many episodes it's been. I think 18. <laughs> um, but what do you think God would say to someone that's trying to figure out their calling? Um, I think God would say to be patient. Um, honestly, you're, you can't, God isn't going to give you anything at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. So if you're asking God what your calling is and he's like, I'm not ready for you to know like he's like I want you to continue living and he's gonna hold on to your calling for now like I feel like that's just like you have to be patient with God yeah because he's going to call you at every right time in life yeah it's never gonna be wrong so if you're trying to figure it out I mean pray pray about it pray to God be like hey God what do you have in store for me and just be patient and knowing the fact that you know maybe God is holding on to your calling for a little bit longer Mm -hmm. and you'll hear it when you need to but yeah. Just be patient. Patience. Yeah. And I also think that God would say, there's no room for comparison in your calling. Mm-hmm. You are needed and you have a specific purpose and I made you for a specific reason. So there's just no room for you to compare to anybody. 100%. Um, so before we close this up, um, I want to pray and Landon, feel free to add on to my prayer um, mm-hmm. after I'm done. So I will say amen. And if you want to add something on, you can, if you don't, we can just quote that. But um, this is something that I'm adding on this season. So I'm my vision for this is kind of like, I'm praying over you, whoever is listening. Um, so just whatever you're doing right now, just take a moment and pray with me. Dear Lord, thank you for this time that we have gotten to spend together on this podcast. To, who, to whoever is listening um, today, whatever they're doing, whatever is going on in their life, however they feel about you with their calling and with possible comparison in their calling, help them remember that they have a set-apart purpose in this world and that they are needed and that you are bigger than whatever doubts, whatever comparison, whatever battles they may be facing and that they have a purpose. Even right now, maybe in the midst of pain, maybe in the midst of the mundane maybe in the midst of feeling like god like you weren't there but you are there and you have a calling for whoever is listening to this podcast Mm -hmm. so thank you for the ways that you continue working in their life and help them to hear you today um dear lord i pray that these viewers they receive your words and put them into practice and remember that they can be patient in their calling and wait for your words to come to their mind. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. So to close off this episode, thank you so much for coming on to me. 
I have loved it and cannot wait for this one to come out. Um, so do you have any closing words before I give all my socials and all that information? Um, well, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen to me. I was very nervous about doing this, but eventually I got warmed up to it. And I'm very thankful for everyone who listened to me talk about Jesus. Yay, <laughs> that. So um, if this is your first time listening to Wisdom for the Journey, welcome. I'm so glad that you listened today. Um, I have an Instagram. It's at Wisdom for the Journey. Um, it is basically this podcast in an Instagram. Um, so if you want to learn more about the podcast, more about me, just more about Jesus, that Instagram. And there should be, if I remember to put it, there should be a link to the Instagram in the description of this episode. Um, also, if you're looking for more episodes, I have um, season one through three um, and now season four Yay. on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. So make sure to listen to that. And a quick disclaimer, season two, the audio is not good. So there, the episodes are up there, but I would recommend you listen to season one or three or season four. So it'll probably be <laughs> yeah. out. Um, but thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a great day and remember God's calling for you. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you got something out of it. If you haven't already, make sure to follow our Instagram at Wisdom for the Journey. I truly pour my heart into it. And if you love this podcast, it is definitely the place for you. Also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a rating. Again, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.